1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the, show, on the show today. I have Mark Snyderman of Snyderman Law Group. Mark, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Hey, it's great to be here. I'm excited.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on. I'm excited as well because of all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Mark so you can hear about some of those awesome things that he's doing. And Mark is the CEO of Snyderman Law Group. In a serial entrepreneur, a former C-suite executive who led an international engineering and informational technology firm through significant growth, Mark recognizes industries that are ripe for disruption and leads strategic change for these in those industries. Mark is currently an angel investor and a board member for companies ranging from a health healthcare, healthcare payment technology solution using blockchain to a Caravana-like platform for semi trucks. He's a lifelong learner and an avid management theorist. Reader. Mark, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Awesome. Let's do it. So, to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and hear how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? And we'll let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on.
2: Sure. So, I would say that, you know, my CEO story really started. Uh, I mean, I started my firm about four years ago. Uh, I would say the story started probably when I was a kid, when I was, you know, always hustling and always doing something entrepreneurial. Uh, I had my first. Uh, I used to work for my dad's auto show, auto auto parts store when I was probably eight or nine years old. I would literally stand on. This is way before any but most of your time, and was probably most of your audience's time. Mm-hmm. I stood on about five books because we didn't have computers back then. To stand at the really high counters, and I'd have to go through the the big book to try to find, uh, you know, an auto part for somebody that was coming in for you know off the street. So it was before the days of Pep Boys and and Mister Auto. Uh, ran that all the way through from you know multiple entrepreneurial ventures from auto detailing stores to a hamburger stand on the boardwalk and down the Jersey Shore, uh, and you know uh, became a lawyer, and then I, I guess I about four years ago I started my firm with the concept that really there's a there's a big hole in the market for small and mid-sized businesses to get uh, affordable, uh, effective legal advice and strategic advice for their companies. Uh, and it's mainly because of the structure of firms and the structure of the industry, uh, which is, you know, very old school billable hours, uh, large overheads and large pays. Uh, and thought, well, what if there was a way to run a law firm more like a startup and make it subscription based, almost as if it was a SaaS model, but it's actual people, not just a piece of software. And four years in and, you know, happy to say it's it's been pretty effective.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think definitely a lot of people, one of the best things about the subscription model, especially too, is just, you know, knowing exactly or having a better idea exactly what you're going to pay. And I I imagine that a lot of clients um, probably are sometimes afraid to to go into that, but I I love that you've been able to kind of create that solution. Um, Jen, true entrepreneur for me, it sounds like you've been doing it for a very, very long time.
2: Yeah, I think that was a, that was sort of the, the the impetus for it, right? Was you know as a growing up it's sort of in house in companies, mm-hmm. you realize that uh, using outside counsel sometimes becomes rather costly, and you say to yourself, well, if I'm a small business, how am I ever going to do this? So you know it, you turn to Google, you turn to LegalZoom, and uh, nothing against any of any of the LegalZoom products or any of those, because I think there's a lot of value in them. Uh, But there is also a piece of the business where you need to understand what are the real risks and having somebody at your side that can actually help you analyze and understand, you know, what's going on in your business and how to help you, you know, go through that growth phase and mitigate risk along the way uh, and make sure your documents match up with that is, is something really important about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You almost feel, um, you know, more like you have a partner um, that actually is looking for your best interest. And sometimes you may not get that with other alternatives.
2: Right. And I think that's, that's sort of the, 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 you know, you call it like maybe our, our secret sauce our unique Mm -hmm. selling proposition Mm -hmm. is really that, you know, I happen to have been an operations executive. Uh, I, you know, I spent 10 years growing a company from 75 employees to 300 employees uh, we, we did that growth in five years. And then I spent another five years trying to build the infrastructure to support what I just grown. So you learn a lot about what is a, you know, when you're, when you're in your fate your, your, you know, the hacker phases, the growth phases of your business, what do you do? How do you manage that risk? And, you know, that's sort of the differential between, you know, my firm and a lot of firms that are out there, which is we actually haven't just been lawyers. We've been business people. And, you know, and I start up my own companies all the time Uh, and I'm always learning and I'm always willing to share what I'm learning with, you know, my audience and my clients.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and like you said, even you know working in that in that auto shop, you know, I feel like you start to probably get you know more you know data and inf- information to be able to make those decisions. But I think too, definitely correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like you're able to also put yourselves in your client's shoes, where you're able to kind of understand from that vantage point and be able to provide that advice and information.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the the piece that makes it different is you know most uh, most businesses, you know, it used to be. That you didn't go to a business meeting without your lawyer mm-hmm. now you go to business meetings you never see lawyers in the meetings uh and it's interesting to think about why that is and really the reason is pretty simple lawyers are really expensive <laughs> so mm-hmm. they've sort of priced themselves out of being that strategic advisor and that's seated at the table unless you're talking about you know a fortune 500 company and you know most of us don't talk to those kind of those kind of companies all day long we talk to small business and medium-sized business that really need help and really need somebody that can, you know, help shepherd them along the way. So when my clients call and say, Hey, I'm on my way to a meeting. Uh, I need an NDA reviewed. I understand where they're going, what they're doing, because I already have been talking to them, you know, daily, right? My clients call text email all weekends. They never have to think about getting some crazy bill the next week uh, because they texted me on a Friday and I spent a whole weekend doing a research project that they never asked me to do
1: right yeah and and having that kind of you know understanding probably helps out a a tremendous amount for clients but also it probably helps out too because it sounds like and i I never even thought about that you know having the meeting and not having the lawyer present it probably saves you and can save organizations from potential uh pitfalls and things that can happen down the line by not being able to kind of make those uh i guess astute decisions
2: right right i think that's all that's all part of the you know, sort of the offering and what we're trying to change within the industry. So, you know, I use the term, uh, you know, hashtag, hashtag disruptive lawyering, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I call myself sort of this disruptive entrepreneur and try to figure out any places where I can find some white space uh, in a market where it looks like there's a hole of some sort or some process that really needs to change uh, and take a look at it and see if there's a way to, to work within it and find something, find a solution to provide.
1: Absolutely. And that's in true entrepreneurial form, definitely from my um, vantage point. And and so um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Uh,
2: I do a lot of, I have a lot of things that I call hacks for myself Mm -hmm. Uh, to say one that I think, you know, I I probably would go to the to a book and I'd probably say uh Simon Sinek's why, uh why find my why the golden circle of why I think you know once you can find you know your inherent purpose you know what what drives you uh and you can you can state that and you can put it on paper and you can uh, explain it properly to your team uh as the CEO it drives the whole organization forward So if I had to pick one, I would say know your why. And if you haven't read any of Simon Sinek's uh, books or listened to him, I really suggest, I highly suggest you do so. He's, you know, sort of the ultimate optimist. And especially in these times, you know, hearing from an optimist is a great thing (laughs) because it helps, you know, we all need that right now. Uh, And he's, he's just sort of, you know, I think he's just really strong at it and, Uh, He's been doing a ton of stuff online these days with uh, his books and doing book reviews of his own books uh, and having groups uh, sort of read through them together. So it's been a lot of fun.
1: Um, Truly love um, that hack. And, And so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you
2: might tell your younger business self. Okay, I mean, I'll probably borrow a little bit of Gary V here. Uh, I'll try not to not to use the vulgarities. Uh, <laughs> we have the explicit one but, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but
2: you know, I think that he he has a lot of really. You know, I mean, you know, you have to take everybody with a grain of salt. Uh, mm. I take, you know, that's why I read and and study and listen to a whole lot of different people uh, because there's there's great advice from across the boards. You need to take pieces of all of it. So like you said, there are some nuggets and I think the one nugget that I would always that I would love to, you know, it's the hardest thing when you're younger is to understand that, you know, what other people think doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's what you want and what you and you have to drive for yourself and you have to drive and people aren't going to do it for you. you, you know, hard work is is hard work. And that I learned from a really early stage because like I said, you know, I was working when I was eight, uh, never really stopped. Uh, I can say I can tell you say that specifically. I literally started when I was eight years old and never stopped working. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think that's a that's a piece that I make sure that that I always talk to young entrepreneurs about. You know, you you can you can want to do it all you want and you can talk about it, if you're not going to actually do the work, then don't do it. Mm. You know, and you know, and I guess the other piece is is, you know, everybody's going to criticize you. Everybody's going to have their own opinions. You know, yeah, it's important to understand what the market is, but it's not important to listen to every single person around you telling you you can't do it, because mm. if you think you can, you probably can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so uh now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So, Mark, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: Oh, uh, to to me, it's it's being you know the the leader, the 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 one that understands and can, you know, identify and show and demonstrate what the organization is about and for, and, you know, really rally around that why, that purpose, and build the right strategy to get there. Uh, and then understands how to delegate and, you know, utilize and attract talent around you that will help you make your mission come true because you can't do everything yourself. Uh, and, and that's, you know, as you know, you, you asked for, you know, nuggets, I'll give you another one, which is, you know, go back and teach yourself, you know, how to delegate. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, it's a skill that takes a long time to learn <laughs> and I still learn it. I learn it every day. <laughs> uh, so I would say, you know, to me, the CEO really has to be that transparent, you know, effective leader, uh, is really what it means. What, what, what's best for me. Yeah,
1: I absolutely love that, and I feel like definitely a lot of people are probably not in agreement about learning the delegation piece because I feel like yeah. um, understanding that you know it is a process and it's like a marathon, so to speak, in business and entrepreneurship and organizations that we start um, is so huge. But I love that you know that that vision that you spoke to the the, the being able to kind of empower those people that are in um, those seats, so to speak, in order to to be successful, in order to to be able to thrive um, within them, because I think so many times we forget and we think you know individually about ourselves being successful but success is a team sport and in order to be successful you have to often have your team be successful and then it starts to flow from there
2: no absolutely you need to energize and uh and build that team from the ground up uh and make sure that you know everybody's on on brand on culture mm-hmm. uh and of the same ilk right yeah. and and you'll, you'll 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 win when you do that yeah
1: you have to make sure all the all the uh, everybody's rowing in, in the same direction, uh, so yeah. you're not going in circles, so to speak. But um, truly appreciate that definition, and I appreciate your your time even more. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you are, are working on.
2: Sure, I mean, uh, you know, I, I love to help small business, and you know, and I, I'm 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 kind of an open book. Uh, and very reachable. Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place to get me. It's just Mark, you know, there's a Mark Snyderman on LinkedIn. It's me. Uh, You'll find me pretty easily. And, you know, SnydermanLawGroup.com, and all of our social media channels, my socials all slash Mark Snyderman on Instagram, on Twitter and Facebook. And you can find me wherever you need to. Uh, I love to help out and, you know, I provide a lot of content online. So hopefully it's helpful to people. So feel free to subscribe to our newsletter, you know, check us out. See if, you know, hit me up if you have any questions. Uh, I have lots of different things going on. So uh, always fun to talk about and, and appreciate the opportunity to, you know, share a little bit of my story today with you guys and uh, great interview. I really appreciated it. Thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, no problem. Definitely. You know, thank you. And we will have the links and information um in the show notes as well, too. And I've always felt and maybe I'm a little biased, uh, but I feel like the, the best entrepreneurs and CEOs are, are are definitely lifelong learners. So I appreciate you for, for and some of that wisdom today and definitely looking forward to collaborating and working together in the future. And I hope you have a great rest of the day.